0: Welcome to Managing Marketing, a weekly podcast where we discuss the issues and opportunities facing marketing, media, and advertising with industry thought leaders and practitioners. But today I'm sitting down with a very special guest. He's known as the production manager of toys, the strategy planner of distribution, and the chief creative officer of Christmas. Today, let's welcome Mr. Santa Welcome, Santa. Ho, 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 (laughs) ho. Thank you. Thank you. Look, Santa, it's great to have you here. I imagine this is the busiest time of year as you
1: prepare for the, uh, the big night. This is full on. Yeah, December is my busiest period, obviously. And then I relax for the other 10 or 11 months. But yeah, no, crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: Well, I was just reflecting, Santa, on where we were a year ago. And I remember the big sad news for a lot of agencies that time was that the Coca Cola company had announced that they were doing this global uh, pitch review of all their business. And uh, in fact, it's taken I'm going to say, how long? 12 months. Uh,
1: 12 months. Did they, I think I understood 200 markets or something. Like, but no, no it was global. But it was literally crazy brief across. All the, can you imagine the amount of money that was spent on that pitch?
0: Oh, ridiculous. But then it's worth several billion dollars yeah. in advertising. So. And did
1: you think WPP would, had a good chance?
0: Well, I didn't uh, actually have them in my top three. I oh. thought it was going to go somewhere else. But uh, clearly, uh, it's not called horizontality anymore. No, that's, that's right. A, no, that's the master <laughs>
1: oh, Totally right. Um, <laughs> what do they call it now? Actually, I don't think he hasn't known. Mr. Reed, has a name. But I think they've created a special division, haven't they? Like a special group. They have. They're bringing, I can't remember the name of it, but it's some trendy name.
0: Maybe uh, going on past exciting names that they you know the creativity is certainly life <laughs> at WPP for Ford they had the blue
1: team. The blue. Normally it was colour. It was can't be the red team because that was Vodafone. <laughs> can't be red.
0: And then uh, they had uh, Team America for Bank of America. I mean they are
1: very creative. Oh, very creative. So You've what got to could this that be out.
0: called? The, uh, the fizz team. The fizz team
1: or, <laughs> or refreshment team. Yeah, I feel like it's a combination of bringing things together, like a trio or something like
0: anyway. So, Santa, was that uh, part of your plan to bring an early Christmas present to Mr Mark Reed?
1: Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of the year. I mean, I think it's good they made a decision prior to Christmas. Because imagine waiting, because normally someone runs a pitch over Christmas. Well, they do. They're, they're normally the bad guys. <laughs> like, what would you do Christmas? A new year. I rehearsed on a pitch. So, yeah, some nasty client would normally call a pitch now. Yes. And unless they spend a lot of money and you're really desperate.
0: Well, I know last year that uh, when we called around a few of the uh, the global CEOs of the agency networks, they were very keen to work right through Christmas for a big prize like Coca-Cola. So, as you said, Santa, they've probably spent a lot of time and money in the past 12 months. Totally. But the rewards and the gifts go to WPP. Hey, um, this year, though, the other thing is the we've got, in some ways, a positive thing, but also quite a negative thing. The Great Resignation. How wow. are you
1: feeling about that, Santa? Well, firstly, it's real, right? To start with, you know, when someone says the Great Resignation, I'm going, they're overcalling it or it seems like a big deal. But the more I put, talk to people, It is real. It's happening in Australia. And obviously with COVID, you've got less overseas talent. Yep. So I think that takes out 10 to 15% of the marketplace. You've got people who are finding new lives. Maybe a side hustle is not a main hustle. Maybe you're living on, you know, Byron Bay or somewhere. Um, So people are evaluating their career. So it's a real thing. Salary's gone crazy. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing going into next year would be how do you keep people? Retention would be my big thing. And also, do you have the money to pay people what they're worth? Mm. Because I'm not sure we do that as an industry.
0: Well, it is (laughs) true, you know, that uh, we've now been tracking, Trinity P3 this is, has been tracking uh, salaries and they've basically been static since 2008.
1: Okay. So we've had... So we need some catch-up, right? So we've been flatlining... And then also, as you say, you've now got a squeeze on talent. You haven't been, you know, fairly paid. I know agencies are double-dipping and double-charging people, um, charging them for higher levels that maybe than what they are. Um, so I think now is the time they need to cough up some of their JobKeeper money or some of that revenue they made. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't so the- give it back to the government, give it back to your staff.
0: All the holding companies have been reporting. Did they all give it back? (laughs) Not all of them. But uh, the holding companies have been reporting, you know, double-digit growth in the last couple of quarters. So uh, perhaps there's a bit of money to put back into talent.
1: I would say back into talent, but also, I think you mentioned it, don't take advantage of them. Mm. Don't exploit them. I honestly hear where people are working crazy hours, being exploited and being underpaid. So Santa,
0: how has the great resignation impacted the elves up in the North Pole? Have you had some? Uh, well look, we pay talent? really well,
1: we pay really well up there, but we have a very limited talent pool. Um, and uh, I'd like to if I can't give them hard cash, extra value incentives, carrots, alcohol, anything else that adds value to, to, to their, their role. Ho 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 ho. ho. Whatever's <laughs> necessary, particularly when it's cold at night.
0: Well, I was just wondering, the other uh, big issue that we've seen this year, uh,
1: well, actually the past two years, is
0: the rise of and the focus on diversity, equity and oh inclusion. God, yes. yeah, so would you see yourself as a, uh, as a diverse and uh, inclusive An old fat employer?
1: white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think so. Um, you know, we have lots of different elves, all different, um, uh, as I said, inclusive nature, but we do have a, a talent shortage in the North Pole. Like it's hard to get talent there. So, but I think I am an inclusive, um, uh, employer, but it is challenging. And I think a lot of agencies talk about this, sh- but they don't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause there has been, uh, an accusation leveled at you from some oh, of me. the agencies, Santa, <laughs> that you're a heightist. you know, that you only employ uh, elves who are shorter than three foot six, uh, that's in the old measure, oh, but uh, whatever that is in metric, uh, do you think that they're trying to undermine your... Uh... Cancel
1: culture, <laughs> like what's that about? Um, look, I mean, in that case, I, it's a fair point. I, like, I, It's a valid point. So you're now opening it up to uh, very tall elves. <laughs> now any elf I can get. No matter the height. No, or... Very inclusive, doesn't matter the height, very open is all I'm saying.
0: Fantastic. But
1: I think there's actually a bit of a culture against me. Haven't you noticed that Santa, I think because I'm old, white and fat, I've been cancelled. In a lot of the Christmas ads, where is Santa?
0: That is true. Where is is Santa?
1: I think they think I'm a stereotype. I've been around for a while. There's, there's ageism for sure, mm-hmm. but I feel like I, I've been cancelled.
0: Uh, probably obese lifestyle, <laughs> uh, you know, a little too jolly perhaps. <laughs> oh, no, just no. surround themselves with children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I you mean, go there?
0: <laughs> but going back to what you said before, you know, a lot of people in this day and age want to be seen to be doing the right thing. And Sorry. You made this uh, comment that you're worried that agencies are probably saying a lot about what they're doing, but they're not actually living or walking the walk.
1: What makes you say that? Because I've seen it. I've seen people in a pitch who talk about their culture and their people and they quote stats. In fact, in my career, and you know it's been a a long one as Santa, that I've never seen anyone lower than the average of some of these churn figures, like never. So for 40 years I've only ever seen agencies that are better than the industry average or the industry benchmark. So it just feels like, I don't know how that works, you know, that there's no one ever below it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and I don't get to pitch it. <laughs> they apparently. don't get to pitch, or they're never invited to pitch, right? But also, I feel like people definitely fudge the figures. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. They fudge it.
0: Well, it's a bit like. Um, uh,
1: they're marking their own homework. Yeah,
0: but also it's like the way that you can just reframe something. Yeah, like I like the agencies that go, we're the most effective agency in Australia based on EFI awards, one in Argentina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and things like that. Yeah, you, know, you have to be careful to, uh, to make sure that... What they're saying is actually supported by real data. It's yeah. easy to stand up and say these things, isn't it?
1: But I think I was with um, I was in a client judging thing the other day, or recently, and we actually asked the metrics around some of those culture figures, and the clients were really those stats were really important. Mm. Uh, and I sort of thought the days of fudging or maybe reframing it are coming to an end.
0: Well, um, you know, I think that uh, agencies are going to have to find ways of having these things validated. Totally. Because, you know, just to say it and not to live it, uh, you could risk getting uh, what was the term used? Canceled. Canceled.
1: To- <laughs> and also don't you think there's there's the I think you guys have done some good work. The Ad council is going to do the census. Great to have a benchmark mm. and then from there. But as you say to me, it's all about are you really walking the talk? Because I think if you scratch the surface, a lot of it's bull.
0: Yeah, one of my concerns, Sandra, is that uh, it's opening it up for tokenism. Yeah, and and so what? Because I personally believe that agencies should be more diverse and more inclusive, because that's actually where creativity comes from. Totally. You know, if you get lots of different diverse points of view in a room, and I mean truly diverse points of view, then new ideas are going to spring up. And so better ideas that are industry more representative. The should be embracing Totally.
1: This. Totally. I, as you say, I think that is the challenge, that you're not doing it just to tick a box. Yeah. And that you really do believe in it. Um, look, I've been working with the Western Sydney Ad School um, and quite a few people, so I think there is real intent there. But now the industry really has to deliver on that intent because I think the days of just talking about it just aren't acceptable. Yeah. Like it's just not on.
0: Absolutely. So uh, on that basis, uh, you... Be pretty merry fellow. You've been known to enjoy a party or two. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I've uh, I've have <laughs> heard in the grapevine that uh, there's more uh, sort of get industry get-togethers, and uh, we've had the uh, B and T awards and
1: uh, Unlimited de- recently.
0: Unli- unlimited. Yep. Yeah. What What do you think the mood is in the marketing and advertising industry at the moment?
1: Well, judging on those two events which I attended, the mood was. Quite incredible. Um, and I don't know whether that was purely alcohol-driven or other, you know, substances. Um, was it a snowy occasion? <laughs> it just something? seemed it was very... It was just a very Christmassy occasion, right? It just seemed lots of snow. Um, look, at both of them, I think between 700 and 900 people, incredible. And there was a real... There really was a buzz because I think people had been, like, sort of locked up, you know, with COVID. So there was lots of... As I said, great energy... Um, Uh, Lots of awards. My only question was I found that maybe, and I hope this doesn't sneak back in, are we being respectful enough of some of these awards? If someone's winning a Grand Prix or a really important award, you had 900 people drinking and talking. Like, are they paying attention? And they used to be one of my bugbears. And then even the other night with the charity, some of these people are telling heartfelt stories about life and death and committing suicide. And there were people, you know... Drinking and not paying attention. And that's one of those things that I hope as an industry, we're glad to see everybody and it's awesome to be back together. But I hope we are also respectful. Um, and Celebrate the work. Mm. So, Santa, did you find
0: yourself uh, making notes on who's on your naughty list and who's on your nice list?
1: Well, the only thing is I just had so many people on my naughty list. I didn't know where to start. No, look, there's a standout number one naughty list for me. And I know I'm very close to it. So, yeah, that would have to be, um, um, you know, the ex CEO Oh, really? Yes. What was he up to? I just think he was very naughty during his time there. He <laughs> earned a lot of money and he was just extra naughty.
0: So uh, a big uh, lump of coal. A lump of
1: coal for him, I'm sorry.
0: Okay, all Gets right. Gets delivered. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's not a <laughs> <third sorry>. promising <laughs> Christmas uh, there. Who else have you got on your list?
1: <laughs> now, I Maybe a, a nice one. A now. nice one. Okay, anybody who gave back JobKeeper. Yeah should be nice, and anyone that gave their employees their benefits back early. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to mention Cummings and Partners, but I know others did it afterwards, but I think they did it back in March, yep. reinstated all of their benefits, everyone got their money back, and the agencies have, have gangbuster time. Your, your employees should not suffer. Yeah. Look after your talent, give them the money, give them pay increases. So anyone who was nice was... Was that also the other thing? Is I think you know, agencies such as This is Flow, where they're giving some of their profits to their staff. Yep, I mean, that's brilliant. So, yeah, anyone that's as I said, investing, giving money back, looking after their talents on my nice list.
0: So, uh, Sandra, I imagine you've got a super fund for the day that you (laughs) finally finally hang up the uh, (laughs) the, the sled, the reins. Um, I'm just wondering: uh, Is any of that uh, invested in the holding companies? Do you see advertising as a uh, a good investment
1: at the moment? Geez, that's a good question. I look. I'm watching what Amy Buchanan does. Um, I obviously think she's going to make some moves there. So, um, and WPP, I think are, are interesting to have a watch at. Um, also, I think Kirsty going to Denso. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a couple I'm watching, but I feel as though. If I was a betting man, I might put some money on a an indie.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, I isn't might it? go an indie. Because uh, the indies, uh, the independents, really have come into their own in the last two years, haven't Definitely. they? In Definitely. In the way that they've been able to respond, first of all, to their staff yes. and the, the challenges they're under. But I've also noticed that marketers and clients are saying, you know what, it's better having the management there in front of me than off in, in New York or, or London, London or somewhere, exactly. totally.
1: Um no, I agree with you. I think the indies are having a moment. I know their industry association is doing a good job in the media era. But Bastion, Bastion's doing great. Mm-hmm. Um I mean as I said, I, I really think as I said I'm watching them and I think there's a you know two or three of them now that I think are doing great things. Yeah. So if I was I think I'd go a, a local indie
0: Right. Versa big you put company. your money on that yeah. rather than the, uh, the yeah. big holding companies. Yes. Yeah. Because all the big holding companies seem to be saying the same thing over and over again, you know, and yet they do pick up the big clients. Yeah. You know, we started off talking about Coca-Cola and uh, at WPP. I mean, that's a huge win
1: for them. I mean, they've obviously got the resources. And if you're a global client like Coke and you're trying to bring, you know, some sort of consistency to your storytelling and your message. But yeah, anyway, I just think that's something to watch for next year. Is it the year of the Indies? Right. Or have I called it too early?
0: Ah, well, we. Time will tell. (laughs) But uh, so all the indie uh, agency owners should be looking for uh, Christmas morning. Ho, ho, ho. Could be something in their stockings from Santa. I reckon. I think so. And if there's not, (laughs) work really hard and then perhaps the following year Santa will come with a big gift for you to uh, make life just that much more easier. Okay, so um, Santa, you brought up the ads and the fact that you don't see yourself... uh, in uh, in as many ads. I've been this sidelined. Yeah. Who do
1: I go to? Cancel like.
0: culture. <laughs> well, if you look How at are some of the influencer you used to be.
1: Well, I feel like I've maybe lost it a bit. Yeah. Are they f- worried about my talent fee? <laughs> I think I'm stereotyped. Look, if you look at some of the great Christmas ads I'm seeing at the moment, where am I? Last year for Audi, the last couple of years, Santa. There I am. I'm on a surfboard. I'm out. Multiple Santas, right? Audi, Optus, it's the same thing. Optus, I've been replaced by, help me out. Is it like a fruit fly or a, <laughs> help me, out. A, sugar, a sugar glider? I've replaced by a sugar glider. <laughs> That's terrible. Audi replaced by ordinary people. Yeah. Where's Santa? Coke. I used to be there driving the truck.
0: Well, and in fact, uh, <laughs> the, your, the very look of you was defined <laughs> by uh, Coca-Cola. You Thank know, with you. With the big the beard.
1: beard and the
0: the Yeah, the fur. Uh, the
1: so I feel like, as I said, I have been replaced across a number of things. And I'm just wondering, is the advertising industry got very ageist? and worried about my um, typecasting.
0: Well, either that or is it because you're not the influencer that they can tap into? You know, do you have as many followers on Instagram as, say, Kim, Kardashian? <laughs> no, Kim <laughs> Kardashian or someone else? Yeah, true. Do, do, uh, do you have the influence that uh, some of these other people have? Well, I mean, that's a tough question, but obviously no. <laughs> Well, could you talk to uh, the, the people at TRIBE? Perhaps they could help you <laughs> I with uh... I
1: need to. No, I mean, I think, as I said, I think I've been sidelined and people now are going, putting Santa in the ad would be expected. So now they're going the unexpected route. And then I just go, I've been replaced by a sugar glider. What's happened?
0: It is a conundrum, isn't it, for people, because... uh, They try to be different. Yeah, and also that Santa is, and Christmas, is a Christian celebration. Totally. And, uh, you know, I think the last census five years ago showed that less than uh, 50% of the Australian population still identify as Christians, you know. The vast... And you've got old
1: white guy as the representative, not very diverse. Yeah. So, but I would have thought, you know, maybe some of the elves would have got to run because once again they're very inclusive. My wife, Mrs. Claus, mm-hmm. but or no, Merry Christmas, Mary, so anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like they're going to animals yes. or normal people.
0: Well, Santa, I think <laughs> this. You maybe have you thought about running a pitch for an agency? I, I, think I know have, a very I need good to pitch talk to you. totally right.
1: that could help you with that. What sort of budget do you? Have? <laughs> Who have I offended that would make the shortlist or wouldn't make the shortlist? I think it's a damn good idea. How do we repackage Christmas and bring Santa back?
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, it's a big challenge, I'd say, because, you know, there's as you say, there's a lot of uh, moves against you that totally. uh, make you... Probably not as popular as you are, mind you. You know, most advertisers are aiming at the younger demographic, and when you look at uh, people under, say, sixteen, maybe under twelve, Santa's still very popular. But they don't
1: want to sit on my knee in a, in a Christmas photo at <laughs> Westfield anymore. They just don't, That's and with true. COVID. <laughs> They've got to be socially distanced. Have anyway. You, have you
0: thought about uh, <laughs> perhaps franchising your business and uh, getting uh, Santas of various uh, cultural and uh, ages, genders? You know, have, have you thought about a non-binary Santa?
1: I haven't, but I think it's a very good point. Yeah, there and you I go. think we my fee's, to, my <laughs> fee is in the mail. <laughs> we or need to work
0: on this for next year. <laughs> so um, what, uh, let's get back to what's your favourite <laughs> Uh, ad for the year so far.
1: Okay, see, I love the Wrigley extra ad where they've all come out after COVID and they're quite frisky. Yes. And the Celine Dion track, I can't remember it and I I, I can't sing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think we need you to sing it, Santa. But what is it? Ho, ho, ho. I just thought
1: it was a great ad. Yeah.
0: And well, I've because seen when urgent. you want to get when you want to get intimate, you got to want fresh breath. breath. Yeah. But
1: the way it was shown after coming out of COVID, you know, just going back to the office or getting out, of the frisky nature where people wanted to hug, the music worked. It worked with the product benefit. Like to me, it just all came together. Mm. So yeah, to me, it would be the Wrigley Extra ad, and I think it was probably made internationally. So. Sort of.
0: Um, Yeah, the other thing about it going back to the diversity was also the casting was just perfect.
1: Totally.
0: It wasn't tokenistic. It wasn't. uh, I could see
1: everyone in it though. In a a genuine space. Yeah, just absolutely fitted into that. So that would be my favourite that I, yeah, top of mind that I- So,
0: could on. people be looking forward to some Wrigley in their uh,
1: stocking on Christmas um, morning? Wrigley, you know where to send the, the product? <laughs> North, North Pole? Pole. <laughs> North Pole, send me crates. <laughs> How many would you need?
0: Probably uh, a oh, few- Oh, I would say <laughs> shitload. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was that's gonna fair. say a billion <laughs> sticks, but a <laughs> shitload will that's be a,
1: shit load a of Wrigley extra. <laughs>
0: okay. If you're listening, Mars. So um, on that, uh, I was just wondering, uh, because I should have asked this much earlier, Santa, but how has the pandemic actually impacted you in the North Pole with Mrs Claus or Merry Christmas, as she's known to her fans and the elves? you know, what's Mm. been the big impact for you?
1: I just think we sort of got sidelined and distanced. And, um, you know, once again, I think We've just been maybe put off a little bit. I mean, obviously, we've got social distancing in the North Pole. So, you know, <laughs> we've all been very careful. Um, were but, you working from home? You know, <laughs> we, you not going into I the always work from home. There's all connected. <laughs> um, so the working from home we had, but I just felt as though I was a little bit disconnected from the world, which I'm sure other people did. And then also maybe I felt like Christmas came later. I don't know. Mm. We had did, the same build-up.
0: How did your mental health and, and that Cope with that. Look, alcohol helps
1: with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> my mental health, you know, definitely. I think. Um, you, know, you were self medicating. Uh, self medicating always helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fantastic. But, children, if you're listening to this, please, <laughs> <laughs> this this is not endorsed by Santa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but he is sponsored by uh, Lion,
1: and <laughs> uh, right. anyone else who <laughs> wants to Miller. S- s- send me alcohol. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, the, was that the answer you were looking for? Well, no, but that, that <laughs> will do. And and did
0: uh, Merry Christmas or Mrs Claus get into uh, some of the home cooking? Uh, you yes. know, Was there the yes. sourdough? She made a
1: lot of great bread. Right. Yeah, so there was lots of bread and obviously... You know, You've got a few COVID uh, kilos. I've got a few COVID kilos. On that. Um, and look, you know, our, our home is, is wonderful. It's a wonderful, warm home. So, yes, cooking constantly. Um... Uh, our Netflix reception hasn't been great up there, though. Right. Um, so, yeah, lots of lots of reading, lots of storytelling. Oh, that's
0: interesting. So on the streaming, uh, <laughs> what have you actually got up there
1: in the North Pole? You've said Netflix. Uh,
0: Disney Plus, has that made it there?
1: Well, look, so Plus? It's, it's just hard with our, with our sort of um, broadband. <laughs> you know, do you get 5G on the North Pole? We, we've been struggling. I've got to talk to Telstra. Or...
0: Does After I've mentioned does all those NB sugar
1: NB gliders, there's like the NBN NB get up there. I think I've got to ring Melodoptus and get that. Yes, <laughs> yes for Santa. So yeah, no, we've had issues with our broadband.
0: Right, but uh, <laughs> were you excited about uh, what were the new ones this year? Paramount Plus and uh, Binge. I'm not bad. Then? Yeah, I don't mind
1: Binge. Right, Paramount Plus. i not said big on Paramount Plus so far, but okay. hey, you know, once again, if you <laughs> can organise that for us and the North Pole. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
0: Um, you mentioned uh, Mel Hopkins over at Optus.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, was she in the top 50 or not?
0: She, she, she's she been in the CMO top 50 s- several years, actually. I'm just wondering if there's Number any other... Four. Mer- Number four. Number right. four, she was. So what other marketers are there that are on your uh, nice list that well, you think have done a good job? Joe,
1: Joe, definitely Qantas. Yeah. Because I think for an airline that hasn't been flying... They've still had a lot of top-of-mind awareness with me mm-hmm. and they've also definitely kept in touch with all the uh, flight credits I have with, <laughs> with, with all the times I was going to fly somewhere. <laughs> well, you'd be a Platinum 1 oh, I'd hope I'd be Chairman's Platinum 1. <laughs> so I think Qantas has done a good job. Um, I think number two was Suncorp and I okay. think they're in short. I love the um, double MIA when they brought back Ronda and Katook. Oh. I Love that. Yeah, I've had a baby. A oh. oh.
0: <laughs> make sure you make a call at that house. <laughs> I'll be
1: dropping off baby stuff there, yeah, don't you worry. Right. Um, I think Telstra up there as well. I think Jeremy, number five. Yep. So, you know, look, I think some of the top marketers, I thought the interesting thing was, which I thought it would be less, the tenure of the marketers in Australia is three years, nine months. I actually thought it might be lower than that. Because I think in the US it's lower. Yeah. Because I thought it was normally two to three years.
0: Look, I think a lot of those uh, numbers are a bit fudged, right? Because I think (laughs) it's funny about that. It comes down to sampling, you know. And if you're looking at the um the high churn roles, you get a much lower um, number. And and the fact is there are a lot of marketers. I mean, if you think of any major company. They're probably going to have someone in charge of marketing. And also we're inclined as an industry to focus on the CMOs that are very high profile. Yeah, the So they're either doing the high profile work or they're outspoken or they're constantly... There are battles
1: or they're out. Totally right. And
0: and so then we're more aware of them because, you know, I think uh, Alistair Doak at Mazda... Right. Has been there for fourteen years, yes, but doesn't even make the CMO fifty. Yeah, because, because
1: he's not. He doesn't have the profile of Lisa from Coles or yeah. Brett Smart from IAG or somewhere. So, so the, right.
0: that's an interesting thing because then it starts coming down to you know the CMO fifty is supposedly about the best, the best, the top 50. CMOs. Totally. Does that then have a higher churn rate because
1: these? Of course, because the, the, they're the high profile ones
0: compared to just measuring of longevity, which could be people that are just quiet achievers. They get on year in, year out. They're they're doing the job for the business. They're doing the job for the brand. And so we don't see them. They don't ask for uh, recognition. But But I'm sure you 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 see
1: them. (laughs) Well, I give them presents. Every year. Every year. And I think, as you say, I think they're probably undervalued because if they're doing the job day in, day out, and they know the business inside out, then hopefully if sales are growing, then they've done a great job.
0: Well, if I, I would say if marketing's not performing in those cases, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have be the longevity that they have. True. So, you know, in yeah, some yeah, ways longevity point. is a good measure, but it may not be the only measure. And so yeah, I think as right. an industry. But, uh, Santa, we are an industry that loves rewarding ourselves with... Uh, oh, we love
1: awards. I love an award myself. Sandra of the Year. <laughs> I've heard that you've won it every year that you've entered. Why wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> well, it's a very limited field. Ho, apparently.
1: ho, ho. Thank you very much. Again. Look, if I'm a client, I guess, well, you, you're closer to this. Do clients value awards? Are they self-serving? Or if they're around effectiveness or business growth, then surely that has some merit. Versus you're the biggest of the
0: year. So, Sandra, it depends on the client, okay? Because there are clients there that love their agencies doing work that gets them recognition and love being part of that, you know? And there's a group of those marketers out there that, you know, they feel that the agency's achievement is their achievement. There are others who are more cynical that think creative awards. And, and especially, I think, you know, the industry's done itself a disservice. I'm on a bit of a soapbox here, so uh-huh. just, you know, <laughs> bear with me. But it done itself a disservice because we've got at least three award shows that all award agency of the year. Yeah. And so if you're looking at agencies and you see three of them and all three say, I was agent we're agency of the year. Yeah. Who's well, that with? One's B and T, one's Mumbrella and that one's one's news, is. yeah, tell totally you. Right. Uh, it's like, well, how can you all be agency of the year? Now yeah. of course there's some overlap, there are some agencies the that by-wing. win it
1: and across all three. Yes.
0: But it just dilutes the importance. Yeah of the award by having so many so awards. Many.
1: no i agree i think the other night was an example where you mentioned there were so many and it was brilliant that some have been included for inclusivity right so there were some new awards in the diversity but then it's like the more you add are you bringing down the importance of the big awards and lessening the value it's a real hard balancing act so,
0: um, Santo, you've just reminded me. I heard a rumour that once you get Christmas out of the way, December, you know, January's cleaning up the workshop. Did y'all be known to hang out on the Cote d'Azur around uh, the middle of uh, middle of the year in summer? That time and normally been, a very
1: good time of the year to and be. You've been, to be the Khan, Khan <laughs> you've been there for the
0: Carn Awards. You've been there for the Carn Line. Yes, Is that that's true. true.
1: And I hope to be in Cannes or Cairns this year too. Ho, ho, ho. Well, I've heard that... Australia uh, or France. <laughs> I've heard that this is one of the reasons
0: that you have such rosy cheeks is because of the <laughs> amount of rosé you consume on the
1: Côte d'Azur. And your point is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Uh, so chew- obvious chewing the fat. Easy the fat. shot. Easy shot. <laughs> the,
0: re- the reason I bring it What's up... What's wrong with that? Is, is that? Is that... Yeah, knowing the industry as you do, yes. uh, it they really are the pinnacle of awards, aren't they? Yeah, yeah winning a Cannes Lion Award, totally, it, it yes, it almost everything else. Yeah. One of the things I I want to put to you that I think Cannes could do itself a great service and the industry a great service if they stop. Giving awards by media channels, so yes. best TV, best yes. cinema, best yes. be, the, the best. Agility, You've got to evolve and start giving it by category of advertiser. Ah, so that we automotive start, or yeah. What's the
1: best confectionery or whatever thinking
0: in automotive? Creative thinking in banking and financial service. Creativity in charities, because you know there's a big complaint that the not-for-profits and charities Tiny, just, yeah. you know, sweets the award That's why shows. everyone
1: wants one, so they can do award-winning work. It's a good it's a good point. I guess um, I think it'd be more around metrics around effectiveness and how rigorous, rigorous easy for you to say, are you around that? Yeah. So proof that the work is working versus yes, it was incredibly well shot, it was a brilliant production or a really smart script. Well, they do that. If but, you
0: win no. a Cannes Lion one year, the following year you get to enter the Effectiveness Awards uh, for Cannes. No, right. But you have to have won to have the won creativity the one first, to right. go into the, okay. the next one. But um, you asked me before at clients about, uh, you know, what awards. Even Effectiveness Awards, I have had, let's say, very cynical clients right. say to me, Aren't they the awards for the ability to write an entry rather than actually get the results?
1: And it's an interesting conundrum. I don't have an answer for that because, yes, it's got to be well written, but hopefully you've got results to back it up um, and the rigour to ensure those results are legit. Yeah. And they haven't been, as you say, fudged or manipulated or massaged or
0: reframed. Then I I would uh, offer as an example the number of effectiveness awards that the fantastically creative Dumb Ways to Die won. Yes. For effectiveness when there is no documented effectiveness beyond additional uh, media coverage through PR. PR, right. And is that what we mean by effectiveness? It didn't
1: change behaviour around safety on trams? No. Right. It was a good jingle. <laughs> well, that's what I say. You and know, it was memorable. Crea-
0: it was creative. You're right. Creative. It got yeah. a lot of uh, awareness. Yes. But yeah, you know, the, the fundamental problem is that the problem they were trying to solve was not going to change through a communication yes. campaign because it actually goes more to uh, mental health and uh, you know, depression and depression things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that was a bit of a downer. Sorry about that, <laughs> yeah. Sam. Ho, ho, ho.
1: Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Okay, so let's... Uh, you, you know the concept of a goat, greatest yeah, of all Yeah, I love
1: a goat, a good goat. We don't have many in the North Pole. Well, with it's the longevity cold. of your yes, career... Yes, I love it. I'd be, uh, I'd be really yeah.
0: fascinated to uh, hear what who you'd nominate as goats in the various uh, disciplines. You know
1: what? Some of this was easy and then others were really like for media i, th- I think omd yeah i just think over you know the last 10 to, i mean they've just had incredible consistency for advertising i think the monkeys right for client and marketing that was tough because i originally was thinking telstra or Combank or who's someone that's just been consistently good even though they mightn't always be creative but they've just had top of mind awareness, results, consistent. Like, cause it's not about consistency being a goat, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I struggled with that one. I, I, I said Telstra originally, and then I wasn't sure. Okay. Well, what do you think? So, OMD
0: for media. Yeah. You've gone for... Monkeys. Uh, monkeys yeah. as, uh
1: for advertising, yeah. And for client, I was originally, I thought, maybe CBA Bank or... Yes, you know, I was even thinking Amy, you know, um, who's done a great job over the years with their brand. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, but on that basis, we could say Qantas because you know Qantas is
1: good, glo- good call. Good call. I mean, in fact, I might change my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Santa, you can.
1: In <laughs> fact, I think Qantas. I think I'm going with Qantas. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good call.
0: Now, as for my choices, yeah, what would you as with? a pitch consultant? I couldn't possibly <laughs> say awesome. because that could. Possibly open me up for uh,
1: accusations of bias. So do you think I'm on the right track then? Santa is in the right area?
0: Oh, Santa, I wouldn't dare question uh, your wisdom, you know, especially with so many <laughs> years of <laughs> making just... lists of the uh, the naughty <laughs> and the nice. So, you know, what I take from this is that you've ticked the uh, nice box for OMD more times than any other agency. You've ticked the, uh, the nice box for the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I will make uh, some observations on your choices. Yes. I think the hardest thing in advertising is consistency over a long period of time. Totally agree. And I, you know, I remember uh, BMF had, had a good, you know, decade or more of outstanding work. Before that, the campaign palace. Yep. Outstanding work. You know, we've had the monkeys and I think we're seeing the start of that run with the special, special group, group. For sure. So, you know, I think all of these agencies and, and then it's easy to forget that, you know, for a long time, Cleminger Melbourne particularly had produced outstanding totally. work. Totally. Cleminger they, Melbourne was out. Totally agree. Yeah. It was outstanding. So, so you know. These Colenso are, out of New Zealand. Yeah. Colenso is another yeah. prime example. Anyone that can string together that succession of years.
1: And I think you're right. The special group is there, but I'm not sure. Well, ask me in 10 years, right? Yeah.
0: Well, we'll come back in 10 <laughs> years. Ho, 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 if I'm still around. <laughs> oh, Santa. If I have, have been truly
1: cancelled by then.
0: <laughs> that's probably the bigger risk. You'll be there, but no one will want you. <laughs> Where's Santa this year, mummy? He was cancelled. He's he's not in 2022. He's not diverse (laughs) enough, the old fat white guy. Right. um, On media, I think it's much harder. Yes. Much harder generally for media agencies because media is not as visible as creative. And it always amazes me how people are inclined to think of the creative Yes. Because a good media strategy, a good piece of media thinking, a media first almost always needs some bit of content to actually bring of course, it to life. Of course. And so, you know, I think media media practitioners really struggle because of that. Yes. That they're always somehow in the shadow of, of the, the content crea- or of the, the creative, creative idea. idea. Totally. Yeah. So so that and then for marketing, look, you know, Australian marketing again struggles with this long term view. Yes. You know, marketing in this country will very quickly chop and change, and we see new campaigns and new directions and new positionings. But that's why I immediately went to Qantas because there has been a consistency no, you're right. over time. No, you know, you're,
1: It's a very good point.
0: And, and there is a subtle art to brand management which I think they've managed to execute, that goes beyond just the advertising. Yes. But, it, they, you know, long time before people were talking about the customer experience, Qantas was getting that total totally... Totally right. It's going to be interesting, the appointment of the special group yes. to Virgin Australia... Yes. ..to see whether under Bain... Uh, in your owners, in yeah, Bain- capital, yeah, capital and uh, and and the new management team and with the special group that they're at, if they're going to be able to make a dent in the Qantas business,
1: I would expect it's going to be different. Hopefully, it's not a flying week. Remember that flying Tuesday? Oh. What the hell was <laughs> that? <laughs> so look, I think I think it will be. I think it, I think they will make a difference because the special group. I, I as I said, I rate them. So yes.
0: OK, well, uh, Sandy, you've already given me the ones to watch in 2022. So I'm going to have to finish up because I know we're running out of time with. Do you have any New Year's resolutions that you want to share with
1: us? They're, the, <laughs> they're just the same ones. <laughs> Lose <less>. weight, <laughs> <laughs> drink less. <laughs> try to, try, I mean, they're the same year after year. But my, my question is, what's holding me back from actually doing them?
0: Ho, ho, ho. I think I should probably introduce you to <laughs> Nicole McGinnis, who is uh, the CMO at WW, formerly oh. Weight Watchers. I love the fact that every time I see WW, it says formerly Weight Formally Watchers. Formerly Weight Watchers. What's but the t-
1: WW stand for? Totally. <laughs> I need help. I need help. Okay.
0: So I know, Nicole, <laughs> I'll uh, introduce you and uh, perhaps she'll get you on a program
1: in the new year. So Not it'll honest. be a slimmer Santa. But I can't get too slim because I get cancelled then because <laughs> I've got to be a stereotypical Santa. You could be fat shaming people. Oh, fat shaming somebody, exactly.
0: Oh, Santa, it's tough, isn't it's it? It's tough out there. Being a cultural icon.
1: Oh, dear. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas or. Happy holidays or festive season. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah.
0: Well, Santa, with that, I I wish you uh, a very successful yet again delivery to all of the children that deserve gifts because they've been nice. And for the naughty ones, well, perhaps they could try better next year. (laughs) Ho,
1: ho, ho. Thank you.
0: Now, one last question before you go, and that is, uh, Santa, is there anyone that you could probably share with us that will definitely not be getting a gift this Christmas? Greetings. Greetings.